All right, friends, this is part three of our interview series with Mr. Jesse Boyce. This is my favorite part. Enjoy. All right. <laughs> so prior to ending this, yeah, I want to ask you about the people who were still alive yeah, because of please. you. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. circumstances okay. please behind it. We're sitting with a goddamn hero. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no we are. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, we'll decide after your stories. <laughs> They're just, they're just uh, right place, right time is really what it was. It's just been a series. Can you tell us how many there's been? I honestly don't know. I, I can. Oh shit! I okay. can give you a quick overview. Um, I'll start with the most recent one. Just tell your stories, bud. Yeah, tell us. Let's go. Okay, sure. Um, so the very, the very first one. Um, so I was a now lifeguarding. I save people or whatever, you know, like whatever. But that's. This now, not really you, what I'm talking you were about. also in the military, though, right? Yeah, I was in the Coast Guard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, the one, the very, very first one. So obviously, like that was what got me started into like, you know, being like, ah, I kind of like this, you know. Um, kind of like saving, saving people. people. Like saving it's people. kind yeah. of cool. It is cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It dude. is cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Um, so the very first one was extremely dramatic. So it was my junior prom. Holy fuck! Wow. Oh, it's a it's a double dick. You were supposed to be banging a bitch, and the like. <laughs> oh, oh, I did. Like, <laughs> oh, I did. I did. Right? Of course. Shout, out, shout out to Erlina. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, shout out to Erlina. Um, everyone witnessed this. It was this was all over school Jesus, when it happened. Dude. Yeah. Were you um, in like ROTC or anything? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. You just like knew what to do. No, he was just fucking real. Yeah, he's just right. a fucking Anyways, man. Tell so us for, the story. for whatever reason, I've always been extremely good under pressure. Like, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. very, very, very good. Very calm under pressure. Yeah. Um, which you don't know. It, like you, even when you're training, like you think you're going to be a certain way, but then when shit hits a fan, like you find out exactly what yeah. you're going to be like. Right. Oh yeah. Like yeah. And it's sometimes yeah. not what you think. I've I've seen guys that I'm like that motherfucker is going to be awesome under pressure, and then shit hits a fan. And I'm like, mm, yeah. that, Keep him away from me when shit hits a fan. I will say I'm like a super nervous person, but like when it comes to actual like. Yeah, yeah. Crazy situations. I'm pretty. That's the mom. Good under pressure. That's yeah. the mom in you for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, very first one. So that day, so I was, I had just been promoted to a pool manager. So I was like the manager of our pool. And, and your junior prom. Yeah. Well, that day. So that day, I. You had, were the pool boy. You were supposed to be getting fucked by the mill. <laughs> and it didn't. Well, no, happen. it was a public pool. It was uh, actually the aquatic, so the aquatic the center and and. Uh, Monroe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, Hell yeah. So I worked. Fuck. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I worked there, but I was the. I just got promoted to the pool manager at Winchester. I don't know if you guys know that area. Um, I don't know, but like Monroe, I trust you to save my toddler. Winchester is like in the middle of Monroe. Like, okay. Very low income, like barbed okay. wire around the fence, like had shootings in the parking oh, lot. Oh shit! Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was the manager of that pool. So I had just gone there and got recertified that morning in Heimlich and CPR and all that shit because it was it was time. Because we were getting ready to get ready to open because prom's like April, right? Okay. And so I had just done it that morning, and one of the kids that worked with me had also just done it who was at the same place we were at when this happened. In fact, he was right next to the kid when it happened. So we're at a place in Charlotte, an Italian restaurant called Frankie's, and in our group alone, there were like 20-something people. Super fancy, hoity-toity. We're in, I'm literally in a rented tux. You know the whole the whole nine yards generic cliche shit. Mm -hmm. We had just finished paying, 
And I look up and I've always had pretty good situational awareness too. Like for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like I notice shit that people don't typically notice and like it bugs the shit out of my wife. Like she hates it. Cause like I'm always just scanning and looking and man, it, it sucks being a man. Yeah. It, yeah. It's exhausting, man. It, it really is. <laughs> it really fucking it, it, is. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, Although we do get the PE standing up, so that's cool. We fucking do. Like, you damn just, right. We just, we Cheers. Just yeah, got Cheers. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. We, just, we just peed outside. It was awesome. Um, yep. So. I do have more wine. Do you want more wine? No, I got to drive soon. Okay. All right. Just checking. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just yeah, no, checking. I appreciate it. Right. I do want some, yes. but it's so funny. Yeah. So, so I'm looking around and I start seeing people just in panic. Like people oh, in the shit. restaurant are flying around. And I'm like, mm, something's something's not good. Something's not right. We're, we're literally getting ready to leave. Like we're waiting on the. We're all standing up, and because uh, it was like you know 20 of us, and there was like a group check, and everybody was like fucking cheap ass high school students. So we all split. You know, we're like doing right. all that bullshit, right? Yeah. I just had already paid mine and was waiting. And so me and my date are, are sitting there. You know, you know who that was. That date. You know her well. Erlena. Arlena, yeah. Arlena, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I do know her well. So we're we're standing there, and like I'm looking around, and I'm looking, I'm on this end of the table, and all the way at that end is like the kitchen, and like there's people going in and out of the doors, freaking out, and oh, then shit. then I start hearing the mom scream. And oh so gosh! I'm, yeah, and so I'm like looking around, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so Earl, um, that had been trained with me that same day, is right next to the chaos, and is just frozen in time. And he was like a stud, stud athlete too. Thought very, very like highly of himself. And he, I'm like, all right, he's got it. Like I'm not, I don't have to deal with right. it. Like, it's cool. He's got it. He does not got it. Everyone is panicking. The restaurant's panicking. The mom's screaming, freaking out. The restaurant goes silent. So I'm like, fuck. So in extreme, I have still to this day don't know why I did this, but in dramatic fashion, I like run down the table, like run down past all the people, and I'm like taking my jacket off. And as I like, turn the corner, so like around that way, he's like in the second booth. So it was like the first booth and the second booth. And he's typical, I'm choking, like just bent over, oh, holding his throat. He's got some stuck in his throat. Yeah. So like I like throw my fucking jacket into the booth, like, look out. And just like throw it in there. James Bond. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, move <laughs> over, bitches. And like just, I have still, I mean, I guess because I needed the mobility. I don't know. Because I, I hate, like, you guys are so lucky I'm wearing pants. Normally I'm wearing shorts, <laughs> but I was like, I need to look presentable. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I hate leg pants, the leg prisons. But it, 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 agreed. Yeah, I, yeah. I hate pants. But so I, I didn't like being bound up. So anyway, so I start giving this kid the Heimlich, and it probably went on for close to two minutes. I mean, the kid was turning blue, and so like the entire restaurant is silent. Everyone's watching, and there's another guy who's actually now a famous country singer that was there that night. Um, okay. Yeah, can we he, say that name? Yeah, yeah. That's I think we can say that name. His name is Darren Dees. Okay. Um, he's doing really well out in Nashville right now. Great That's guy. That's cool. He, anytime he sees me, he quotes this line to me. And it was from this, I was talking to the kid as I'm doing the Heimlich to him. I'm like, come on, kid. Like, come on, kid. And so now that's, he'll quote me. He'll be like, come on, kid. Like, he says Shit. that to me. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so his mom is becoming a wreck. I'm starting to figure out, like, this kid's going to die. Like. Shit. It's it's coming over me like I'm gonna fucking lose this kid, and why the fuck did I do this? Like everything is going through my head. Like what am I thinking? Like and so finally, all of a sudden I see like this giant thing just fly out of the kid's mouth on the ground. But I just keep on going. Like I just I just keep going. And so he like I'll <laughs> I'll never forget it. He's like I got it. <laughs> I just kept on going. I can read that. Yeah, I just kept on going. And so like I probably I probably hit him with it probably two more times. And he goes I got it. <laughs> 
And so I literally just like let him go and like I like fell back in the booth and the whole place just like erupted. Like everybody was like, holy shit. Like everybody's freaking out. Our limo driver was this like really like six, probably six, six, like 300 pound black dude. He's like, pretty cool, man. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so like he, we went, then we went to prom. We just went to prom and then did all the normal no, prom but stuff. No, like, okay, but hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just like glazed over the part that you just fucking <laughs> say this guy's like, he was turning blue. Yeah, yeah. And then he was just like, hey, I'm cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, what it was was he, I mean, it was fucking huge. I mean, it was a piece of steak like this big. And he had just oh, swallowed steak. it whole. Like he, what his mom said is like he coughed while he and was he chewing. And he inhaled it. And it went in. It was stuck right here, like literally in his windpipe. Shit. Yeah. And so like he, I mean, he was limp. Like so it was yeah. like it was super scary. And you can't glaze over that shit, dude. Like you actually made a difference here. <laughs> you want me to make it crazier? Yeah. Yeah. Make it crazy. Let's go. So that night we all went to Earl's um, after party, right? Okay. And I had to work the next morning. So at like three and this is back when I could run, or could run on like two or three hours of sleep. Yeah. No problem. You know, when you're 17 and you can just do a fuck you want. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. So I, at that time actually worked at a chicken farm. And so you had to be there at like six in the morning. So I went home probably three o'clock in the morning and there's an intersection after slaying early in a, obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good actually, for you, buddy. In my Dodge Dakota, my dad at the time. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah, you the fucking dogs, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they've been good Come to me, man. I'm telling you. Prom night is magical. Yeah, it was actually in the field of the the field at Jars, actually. <laughs> jars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's, that's a whole other thing. We'll come back to that. Oh, no, I'm so glad I've for you. There. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. so glad for you. All right, cool. So there's an intersection of Highway 200. And what we used to call Old Providence Road is right there where there's a yep. there's a roundabout there now. Yep. But there wasn't at the time. There was a two way stop, and then uh, Highway 200 was just you know regular. Well, I was done. I had just it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, so I yep. was done, and I was sitting southbound in the parking lot. I just got gas after getting off work, and Earl, a friend of ours, was still hungover, and he ran the stop sign literally as I'm sitting. I'm literally sitting at the the gas pump. And I'm in my truck. I just got done pumping gas, and I heard like this really loud fucking noise. I was like, "What the fuck?" And so I look up in my rearview mirror, and my truck just like kind of rolls. I'm in park. My truck just kind of like rolls forward a little bit and backwards, like someone pushed it. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And so I look out the window, and the SUV that had run the the stop sign because he was still hungover got t-boned, and it was a forerunner. And so the spare tire on the forerunner, he got hit so hard he spun around. And the spare tire hit the the tailgate Jesus. of my truck and shook my truck. Well, the lady that, for whatever reason, she had a car full of computers. Like, her whole fucking car <laughs> was full of computers. Which, in my brain, when this whole thing happened, I was like, it's going to blow up. Like, <laughs> Here we go. Because her car, so she's next to the gas pump and her car caught on fire. From the, oh, shit. Yes. So, she went into shock. So, she's sitting, airbags like sitting on her chest. And she had a, oh my a, God. An Isuzu Trooper. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, she had an Isuzu Trooper Hell with silver, yeah. and so she's sitting in it, and she's like pinned. She's well, she's not pinned. I mean, she's in there, but she is completely in shock. Like I'm banging on the door, like get the fuck out, get the fuck out, and I can't open the door. And so McCain's always has either a brick or a cinder block to prop that old uh, screen door open. So I literally just ran over there, grabbed the fucking I believe it was a, a brick at the time, and smashed her fucking window out, reached inside and unlocked it, and pulled her out of the car. Jesus. And then and then pulled Earl out of his car, 
and move them away and then we pushed her car you're just like pulling bodies <laughs> yeah, <100%, laughs> like, yeah holy shit the next morning it was literally less than 24 hours and so that was when i was like all right like maybe this is something i'm Jesus supposed to be doing me here on this earth to somebody yeah yeah man i was like okay like this is this is something i'm supposed to do so those were like the first two and they were back to back wow and then that no, was that was the first three i mean you you hit Earl was choking fine. guy and then computer lady and then the guy that was hung over like i mean that's three that's three like if we're being honest one week later wow oh, literally right, one okay. week later that was so that was sunday monday morning the, the the kid's mom was actually at our school and tried to give me like a reward and i was like no nah, i'm not taking that like wow good for you i it was just a thing like anybody would want you know you would yeah just the way i was raised like you know you just did what you were supposed to do yeah you know what i mean totally correct and so a week later i'm coming home uh coming up old providence to that same exact intersection Jesus. and a you probably know this guy um, well, you Earl. definitely know who this is. It's another <laughs> Earl. Yeah, another Earl. He, he had just been involved in a head-on collision by a drunk driver and Goodness. was lodged in his windshield. Yeah, he had a um, black Hyundai. I cannot remember what the hell those things were called. Elantra? It wasn't an Elantra. It was like, that. It was kind, it looked like a crossover. But it was before the days of crossovers. It may have been an early Elantra, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the hell it was. But anyways, so he's like hanging through the windshield of this car. Jesus Christ. And it turns out that the woman that hit him was another kid that we we graduated, well, that I graduated with. It was his mom and they lived right down the street. And so he told me who it was. What the fuck was she doing? She was drunk. Yeah, she was drunk. Holy shit. So she got out of the fucking car and ran home. (gasps) Yeah, so I'm like. She ran? She was literally running down the road when I got there. And I was like, who the fuck? And I was like, Jake, uh, uh, Earl, I was like, what the fuck happened? Earl. Yeah, I was like, what happened, man? And he's like, he's conscious and telling me he's bleeding all over the fucking place or whatever. But he was like, stu- didn't really save this guy's life, but just ended up kicking, kicked his windshield out and like pulled him the rest of the you way out did? of the car. Yeah, I got inside his car and kicked his windshield out. And so this was kind of like. Stop selling yourself short. You did some really, really good shit there. This this was all like this, this big first bunch happened all pretty pretty like close together um and so then within within a year of that happening we were in downtown waxhaw and erlina that i was dating at the time her me and her brother were like riding bikes in downtown waxhaw we were like right by the tracks we had just gone over so like if you're if if the tracks are here and like main streets over here we were like going up over yep Okay. And we were past Crossroads. You guys know yeah. Crossroads mm-hmm. Cafe? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we were like going down that hill in a 911 Porsche. Yeah. Going about. This is, again, late at night. It's like probably 12, right? Porsche. Yes. Yeah. And he's going probably 80, 90 miles an hour. And I see him coming. And I push, uh, oh, I almost said her name, Erlina out of the street. He goes airborne over the train tracks. Holy shit. Somehow saves it. Fishtails hauls ass again and then spins out and hits a telephone pole so oh my god so we're like fucking you know i'm like like riding my bike over there and we end up this guy is in bad shape so i ended up like taking my shirt off like basically putting it on his head this guy um was somebody that the police had actually been trying to catch for a while holy shit yeah so i called the cops and he was like dude just tell him i'm fine tell him you were driving and i was like i wasn't fucking driving absolutely fucking not 
<laughs> no, man, like not not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. And so they they arrested him on the spot. Okay, uh, just sure, for reference, sure. real quick, how old are you in these? Somewhere between junior year so 17 and 18 years old somewhere in that neighborhood like beginning at 17 at junior prom and then we're talking about like now mm-hmm. you're like this is like senior year like 18 okay. yeah all right yeah um, jesus christ so i haven't even got to the good ones yet like honestly <laughs> the, like the ones that have like caused me serious trauma like i hadn't even got to those yet but like the this one was my first like really fucked up one um because those guys were all like kind of fucked up but they're okay yeah like, this one was the first one where I was like, this is, this guy's fucked up. Like, oh my God. And it was another friend of ours. It was his father. So I was, um, at Earl's house. Um, <laughs> and I was coming home and I think it was Terza church road. I believe that's the road that it was on that it actually happened. And We're out, you're out here in Union County. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Way out. This is almost into Lancaster. Like okay. Out oh, in the boonies. Right, shit. Yeah, out in the boonies right. of Waxhaw. Um, right. And so this, uh, not far from Jars. And so this, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, like maybe right. five miles yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so this, uh, this guy was, was, I guess, speeding um, at least a little bit on the back roads. He was like two, maybe two miles from his house if he was that far, um, but, but headed away from it. And I think he was actually headed to go get more alcohol. But oh, as I'm coming up on it, I, I literally just missed it because as I'm coming around that turn, right before you get to the stop sign right there, there's just shit everywhere in the road. There's dirt and shit everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I see in the ditch where the horse farm is, he had like gone through their fence and was like in the ditch in his truck. And so I'm like, oh shit. So I, I pull over. This is like, I'm like this one's bad. Like I can tell he'd hit like that culvert. Yeah. And when I walked up, I, the, it was a single cab truck and I saw blood on the back windshield right oh, behind God. where the driver was on the back window right there. So I was like, oh shit, this is bad. And then as I'm walking up so on the passenger side, I see blood all over the windshield and the windshield kind of like folded out on the driver's side i'm like oh yeah. shit and he's just windows down sitting there just bleeding everywhere so oh like, my god I'm like oh shit oh shit okay so i'm like hey you know what's going on he goes a toolbox jumped out in front of me and i was like nah I'm like what'd you say um he's like yeah that toolbox jumped right out in front of me and so he to his credit he did he did have tools in the truck but he, I think, was trying to say that, like, a deer jumped out in front of him, but he was so hammered. Like, he saw the tools and was like, that jumped out in front of me, and I mm-hmm. swerved to miss it. Mm-hmm. And so, beer cans were falling out of the truck. Like, I mean, it was, and again, we know Jesus. this guy, the, the person you know pretty well, and it was his father. And I didn't know that at the time. So, I'm like, well, come, why don't you get out of the truck? Because it was smoking and stuff. I was like, come sit on the tailgate of my yeah. truck. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, at, yeah. At that you time. get away from this vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And at this time, I know some of you, if you got younger listeners, they're not going to understand this, but you couldn't text. It was like $700 to send a text message. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, and you had to do it T9. So, it was like. It took forever. Yeah. Yeah, it took forever. So, like, I had a Samsung flip phone. And I know that. So, I was a senior because I got it my senior year. And so, I was call, trying to call my dad like over and over and over because I didn't know like what to do because this guy was so fucked up. Ew, oh, but just hang on. So you were you were calling your dad. You were not trying to call 911. I had already called 911. You yeah, had already I got through that. to 911. Yeah, I should have said that first. Yeah, I got okay. through 911 and I was trying to call my dad because like this dude was like being You're like, super... Help. Well, because yeah. the, the injury part wasn't what worried me. He was just being sketchy as fuck. Like he was like, you got to tell him for me. Like, And I was like, ah, I'm not telling him shit. And you're like, like, no, I didn't do anything. Well, and at this point it had... I had figured out who it was. 
Oh, okay. he didn't know who I was, but I knew who he was. Okay. So I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, if, if, I, if I'm the reason that this kid's dad goes to jail, like, this is going to yeah. be a problem. You yeah. know? So that's yeah. the part I needed help with. Yeah. And so finally, I was just like, all right, dude, look, you got to sit down. So he sits down on my tailgate, and I had a hoodie, and I took the hoodie off, and I start to tie it on his head, and his whole fucking scalp just wrinkles back and fla- flaps open. <laughs> And like so, I'm like, oh fuck, dude! And like, you can see like all the blood just dripping oh, out of his no, skull. No, no, no. Oh no, no! Yeah, yeah. and I'm oh, like, good time. yeah, I'm like, this guy is not. This he is terrible. not doing well. Like, this is bad. He has <laughs> no idea where the hell he's at no, right now. No, and I'm like, oh my god! Then it, the the real possibility that he might die kind of like flashed in front of me, and then literally as it happened, like the volunteer guys showed up, and thank God. Yeah, and so like they they kind of handled it from there, but yeah, those. There's there's been several, but the in the last probably I had a pretty I had three really devastating ones. So one was um, when I was still in the Coast Guard. Laura was my I don't even know if we were engaged yet. We I think we, we might have been. I I don't think so though because I was still in Georgetown. But in any event. Um, when I would get off duty, when I had a weekend, because we had the two-two-three rotation, except when we were on two, we were on for forty-eight hours. Off two, you're off for forty-eight hours. On three, you're on duty for seventy-two hours. Jesus. So it's not like when like when local municipalities do it, it's two-two-three, but it's on twelve, off twelve, on twelve, off twelve. Like it's twelve right. hours. No, not for us. So like I, we had just got done with like quarters, which is like when we meet. And I literally had my duty belt, all my shit on, and I got. Str- I took my vest off, got straight in the fucking Jeep, and I drove home. I had a Laredo at the time, and I drove straight home. And so <clears throat> we're getting, we're coming back, and I'm on um, uh, Highway 74, and I am like right at um, Horry County Technical. No, check, 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 check. Not Horry County. It was whatever that technical college is right there on this side of Rockingham. I can't even remember what it's called now, but. It's raining. It's four lanes right there with like a like that weird lane in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why the fuck are all these people slamming on the brakes? So I was like super pissy because I just wanted to get home and see my girl, right? Like that's all I wanted. I was exhausted. Some punani. It, it wasn't even, yes, but it wasn't even that. It was just like I was so isolated because like just I had. ready to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was just, I was, I had seen a bunch of shit, done a bunch of shit. I was ready to just be home with like, f- like friendly. Right. You know what I mean? And so, uh, and I had, th- I had three days until I had to be back. And so I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And everybody's slamming on the brakes and it's raining. I'm like, God, people just can't fucking drive in the rain. Like, and it wasn't even raining right. that hard. It was raining, right. but it wasn't that bad, right? But and like, it's typical in this area. Like people fucking 100%. turn on their flashers 100%. and they get super they freak fucking the fuck crazy. Out. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so like, as I'm, as I'm doing this, like I'm looking over and like we're passing like the college, the, the little technical college right there. And at the time, I did not realize that that's what it was. I'd driven by it a bajillion times, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I thought it was. But right. I'm like looking at it, I'm like, oh, they got one of those drunk driving cars out there. And I was like, my God, they made it look realistic as shit. They got like like dolls hanging out of the oh, windows and no. shit. And so like, I'm looking at it, and this one's probably going to bother you. You've heard this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard it. And so I'm like looking, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's actual people. Oh, and no. so I'm uh-huh. like coming up to a stoplight, yeah. right? I'm like, okay, God, if you want me to do this, don't let anybody stop. Like, if nobody stops, I'll stop. But if that light turns green and somebody stops, I'm going. And I'm literally at the stoplight. There's no other car at the stoplight except the one beside me. And the Can light I just on. stop you for a second? Sure. Um, I pray like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important. I'm like, 
Jesus, if this is what you need me to do, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. if this is like what I need to say yeah. or who yeah. I need to talk to, you just point, point me in me. that direction. Yeah. 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 100%. Right. Okay. So light turns green. I look back. No one stopped. This dude's like convulsing outside of the window of this car. Jesus Christ. So I turn around, park in that weird lane in the middle, run across the traffic. And as I'm coming up, so if they're, if the road looks like this, um, this is the direction I was, I was going. Mm-hmm. there's a tree over here and they were coming this way. So I was westbound. They were eastbound and the, the car hit the tree over here and spun so that now the ass is over here and the front is over here. So I'm coming this way. So they're backwards, right? Yes. So okay. I'm seeing the driver's side of the SUV, right? Okay. So as I'm coming up, the first thing I noticed, it was a Chevrolet Trailblazer. It was black. And as I'm coming up, the steering wheel is like behind the first door column. So it's like fucked. Yeah, it's really fucked. And so the the guy, there's a guy, his name is not important, but um, he was hanging out of the window. This is the guy that I assume was a driver. He was hanging out of the window. And as I come up, like, I'm like talking to him, you know, whatever. And he's like, like blood fountaining. So it's like just blood shooting out of his mouth. And as I get up there, like both of his eyes are out of his head on the sides of his face. And Holy so, shit. yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. This guy's not well. Um, and he, like I said, he's convulsing. And then I realized as I start to like, you know, kind of check him, the, he had the, I'll never forget this. He had this red sweater on. It was, I could never wear a sweater like this. Cause like it's wool and his sternum had been snapped forward and was like sticking out of the front of the oh yeah. shit yeah like not all pretty either like it was like not symmetrical mm-hmm. like it was one mm-hmm. side went out farther than the other Good God. and i'm still thinking like okay i can help this guy right and then i go around and i see like this pile of shit like underneath him on the ground and it's his fucking brains like oh the, my god the back of his head was just like i mean it was like filleted open like this and his oh shit my was god falling out of it but he, he was still alive like at that time <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I got a triage. Like, I can't help this guy. There's no, like, I could be a fucking brain surgeon. I'm not going to yeah. save this guy. Yeah. So I go around to the back and the lift gate is open and there's a guy. So like, if this is the rear bench, if you were laying on it, you would kind of lay on it like that. Right. Well, he was like folded across it like this and he was already kind of turning gray, but he was still alive. He had a, the only place I could find a pulse was in his ankle. Um, and he, it was very, very faint, but I was like, I can't help this guy either. Like this, there's this guy's not gonna. I make mean, it. yeah. Like, what what the fuck do you do? I mean, I just keep going because I was like, I hadn't even turned the. I could hear people, so I knew there was more people. But like, this was one, guy number one, guy number two, and I'm like, Mm-mm, no, they're I can't help them. So I turn the corner, and there's a um, girl sitting on the ground, leaned up against the car, and her right femur is sticking straight up, and the back of her leg is like on a string, like under her butt, oh um, and she's bleeding everywhere. And then there was a guy, the passenger. So front passenger was had like a gash on his face, but and some you know he's beat up, but he was okay, and um, he was just screaming over and over again. He was like, "My ba- all my friends are dead, all my friends are dead." And I was like, "Dude, you got to calm the fuck down, like right now, and shut. You got to shut up." Yeah, stop saying that. It's like some of your other friends are dead. I was like, "But she's still alive, and you got to help me because the car again, car smoking, like it does not yeah. look good." And I kept talking to him. I was like, you know, how many people were in the car? And he kept saying five. And I was like, there's not five fucking people. So, like, I'm looking in the trees and shit. Like, I don't see. I said, were you driving? Because I just assumed he was a driver. Because I thought it was the other guy. Like, the guy in the back. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, were you the driver? Like, I thought maybe he, like, flew out. And that's how he survived. Like, and wasn't fucked up. I was like, well, who was driving? And he was like, 
a girl. He said a girl's name. And I was like, is this her? Like, right? Because this is the only girl. And he was like, no, no, no. That's not her. That's my girlfriend. I'm like, okay. So I took There's the... There's another one somewhere. Yeah, uh-huh. And so, like, I took the... I have, we have, like, uh, nylon belts that we wear. Okay. So I took that off and we like made a tourniquet on her on her femoral artery so she didn't lose the leg. She actually kept the leg. I mean they did. Wow, thank God. Yeah, extensive surgery, but she was very close. This is where it got really weird. So I carried the me and him carry the girl over to like the parking area because it's like down the hill away from the vehicle, and um, kind of got her situated. And as I'm turning around to go check the car, like maybe I'm missing something, right? there's an army medic standing at the back of the car. And now there's like this huge circle of people. So I was still in uniform, this guy's in uniform. Had, I'll never forget, he had like this huge dip in and sunglasses. And he never took his sunglasses off. He was super cool. And he was like, what do we got? And I just remember being like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Yeah. And so I told him, I was like, you know, this is where these girls are. They said there's another driver and I'm trying to find the driver. So he didn't say a word, just walked down there with them. And the next time I looked, he was gone. So I have no idea where he came from, but it, he immediately calmed me down. Cause I was starting to panic a little bit inside. Like you couldn't tell, right? but like with all these people. And so as I'm walking back up, this is like right when he calmed me down, there was a, um, a lady, an older lady who saw the guy still blood fountaining and like his brains falling out of his head. Uh -huh. And she was screaming at me. Like she was like, why aren't you helping him? Why aren't you helping him? And so like, I, this is when like the guy showed up, like right as this is happening at the back of the SUV. And I was like, ma'am, all due respect. Like if I was a brain surgeon, I couldn't help this guy. And you know, then he started to kind of expire. And she was just like, I remember feeling like I, I had nightmares about that lady screaming that at me for I'm so sure. long. Yeah, for, sure. for so long. But the passenger, I'm walking back up to the SUV and I put my, how did I do it? My right foot on the ground, left knee in the seat. And then I put my left hand right on like the center console. And that was when I found her. So where all the metal, and just, so the engine was basically in the front seat. Like the engine block was basically sitting in the front seat. And you ever see like those old like Looney Tunes commercials when like a person like goes through a meat or like a cartoon character goes to like a meat grinder and they come out like all interwoven in it? That's how she was. And where I put my hand, it was like the mask of her face and like oh, it was in her God. hair. Yeah. Oh, so like God. I basically just saw like, I mean, her face was like this big, like unfolded like a pizza. Like it was oh, like, God. yeah. And so I remember being like, oh, fuck. Like that's what's left of her. And that was it. Like there was the rest of her was just like, like play-doh in the metal like it was just like oh. in there just everywhere like pieces of her in the floorboard like hanging out everywhere like just interwoven into the machine oh, yeah and so like that one was that one was was pretty tough traumatic i mean holy shit <laughs> yeah um the two most recent ones <clears throat> One of them was, <laughs> yeah, there's been, there's been a bunch in between those, like, you know, we're hitting the highlights Holy here. Holy okay. shit, dude. Can we, can we pause for just a minute? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this never happens to me. <laughs> no, I, 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 okay. But like, I think what we're talking about here is, uh, divine intervention. I mean, I don't know that. I don't want yeah, to say right, that like, this is what's put upon you, like, but isn't like, it so crazy that it's always you. And Holy shit, dude. And you're just... Yeah, I mean... And uh, you, like, happen to have earlier in the day time, like, so training. Like, right? Like, yeah, retraining. I mean, retraining. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's why I said I think at some point, like, I realized, like, this is kind of, like, what I was put here to do. And Okay, and so... Okay, and... All right, I guess if that's what we're talking about, I would like to uh, explore that for a second. Sure. Are, are you a Christian? Yeah. 
and you feel like this is what the Lord is putting you here to do. Like he put you in that position to be that lifeline for those people. Yeah. So broad stroke painting, I'm here to help people. Like that's what I'm here for. Okay. Like I'm here to help people. Like that's, okay. that just so happens to be like, I'm good under pressure and I'm able to do some other things. Well, but. like, I mean, as much as it has, I mean, I can imagine that that was really freaking hard for you. Like, thank God that you were there, yeah. but he put you there for that reason. Yeah, and it, it wasn't the hardest one. The hardest <sighs> okay. one The hardest one was the, was the second most recent one that happened to me. And I hadn't done anything in... Do you still want to talk about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell you guys. I mean, okay. it's... So, obviously not having kids and... The, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I'm just sorry for a second. Yeah. I, holy shit, can't like my mind is already blown for what you've already been through, and uh, totally respect and really appreciate you for what you've done. But my <clears throat> God, I didn't think that it kept work, could get worse than that. Different kind of worse. So, oh. um, thank you, first of all. Yeah, like, but I mean, anybody could do it that's the thing. Like anybody could do right. the same things I've done. Like right. I, it's nothing extraordinary. It's just, I don't know if that's true, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. I promise. Like it's just having the ability to do it and then acting on it. Like it's having the, when the, you're put in that position, it's like, you really don't have a choice. I mean, you can't, if you really feel that way, you're not just going to drive away from it. I mean, right. Or you have something to say about that. He, he wasn't put in that position, but he like he had that ability to make. Okay, but in the in the, in the God given aspect, to do that. in the God given aspect, the Lord was, he was like, the "Hey, right, you're here. He you was need to the be right here for this. person yeah. to do that. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yes, for sure. nobody forced him, but he had the ability he to make that happen. Accepted the position. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I said, my my whole what I want my legacy to be as a girls basketball coach is the wins and losses will be whatever. I mean, right now we're, we've had some, some good luck the last years, but that'll run out eventually. And you'll, you know, you'll have the drought mm -hmm. and you'll have to rebuild mm -hmm. and all that shit that'll happen and that'll come. And, but like, I really just want them to feel like they've got somebody that really loves them and cares about them. And it, I don't come from a, a great upbringing. Like my childhood was really rough. Um, totally. And I'm a sucker for seeing that in other kids both guys and girls alike though there's a couple of guys like i don't coach guys anymore but there's still some kids that like you know i've done a ton of stuff for because i again i feel like my calling is just to help like that's right my wife it drives her crazy because she's like you just do too much for everybody and whatever but it's like yeah. it, as much as it drains my battery it also it also refills my battery to do that because it makes it gives me purpose and it makes me feel really good to give to people all the time this guy yeah it just does yeah. i mean you're just wired yeah. that way or you aren't you know what i mean yeah yeah and I'm thankful that I am, but it does come with a lot of baggage. And over the years, there's a, there's a kid that I, she had a really rough life. And as a, as a coach, we do senior night and you know, that's when the kids like they, they write like a little speech and like the announcer reads it during senior night. Senior nights are always packed for the, for good reason. You know what I mean? And so this particular young lady, we had been through it like, um, I had basically been like a dad figure to her. A couple of them, like a couple of them, I've really been like their only father figure. And yeah. you know, now I'm such a bitch because like now, <laughs> now like the older I am and the stuff I've been through now, like they're 
they've broken me, man. Like the stuff they say really gets to me now. Like it'll tear me up and stuff like that. And hopefully I can tell you this without getting emotional. But the, uh, the young lady at senior night, they get to decide who walks them out and all that kind of shit. Well, her dad's been not present at all in her life at this point, right? And so it's, he, she's, he's not made it to a single game. Well, he shows up from Georgia to her senior night. And she is in a fucking tizzy. Like comes yeah. out there and she's like, boys, like, I don't want him to walk me out. And I was like, well, Zo- or, uh, I was like, well, he's, Alina. he's, yeah, yeah, thank you. Erlina, he's still your dad. And she's like, you've been my dad for four years and more, more of a dad than he's mm. been. And so I haven't even heard her speech yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So then she gives her speech and I'm fucking, you know, coming apart at the scenes or whatever. Yeah. Not balling, but yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely. <laughs> definitely tears are flowing. So fast forward. That girl had been a junior on JV. She was playing as her first year. She was at the bottom of her rotation, worked her way up into a starting spot. Wow. So she already had kind of like a Cinderella story. She worked really fucking hard. So like a week after her senior night, she's got the starting job. So I'm like, yo, you're starting. Make sure you let your parents know. And we're practice, right? I never, my phone looks like it's always in my pocket. Like Mm -hmm. when we're in there, I don't ever use it. And at that time I wasn't recording practices very often unless I was doing like install for something or whatever. So they could watch it. Well, she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, well, which they know, like we don't leave practice unless it's a a feminine emergency or like you're literally about to shit your pants. Like they they know if you got to throw up, I bring a trash can in there because I run really hard practices, throw up and get back, you know, get back in what we're doing. Okay. So she disappears and the we have like two minutes and 30 seconds on the rest of our drill and she's we're getting ready to go live so she doesn't come back and i don't normally look at my phone but i was like i'm gonna record this just just in case right so i pull my phone out to turn the camera on so i turn the camera on and i'm getting ready to put it back in my pocket and my phone rings and i'm like "Mm, it's a parent and i don't ever answer i don't ever answer my phone during practice Mm mm-hmm but for some reason, I was like, fuck, why is, why is her mom calling me? So I answer it. And she's like, hey, Erlina's in the bathroom. She passed out. I can't get in touch with her anymore. Can you go check on her? And so I'm like, okay. So like I walk out. I don't tell anybody. Like I'm just like, let me go. You know, there was no time. Mm-hmm. So I go out. And as I go into the bathroom, I see her. She's out, like laying on the floor. She's not a very big girl. I mean, she's probably like 5'4". 105 pounds maybe i mean she's tiny girl Mm -hmm. and so she's i get to her and i I drop down and i'm talking to her and she's like in and out not looking good and so i'm like what the fuck is going on and no one knows we're in here like no one so my Mm -hmm. my coach is running our live stuff none of the girls are coming out for at least another hour because we're in the middle of practice so i'm like fuck what the fuck so i'm now mom's on the phone with me and she's like what's going on you know what's going on I'm like trying to talk her through it but i'm like what the hell is going on i'm trying to figure out with her well she's like she had <clears throat> she has an epi pen and i'm like okay and i'm like asking her i'm like where's your epi pen where's your epi pen and she's like can't talk to me she got like one half-ass sentence out i can't remember what it was something like i don't feel right or something like you know okay. something weird and so I just hang up with the mom and I call 911. And I'm talking to the dispatch. I'm like, hey, listen, like this girl, I think she's in anaphylaxis. I, she's got an EpiPen somewhere, but I can't find it. Um, and like, I'm starting to lose her. Like, she's bad. It's bad. She's like starting to do kind of like the like, oh, yeah. eyes roll back in her head. She looks terrible. And so we, uh, we kind of go back and forth to this for about another two minutes or so. 
and she i don't know if i rolled her over i don't, I don't remember how it happened but i found the EpiPen under her oh and so i'm still on dispatch you know with the with the phone or on phone on the phone with dispatch and i'm talking to him and i'm like like i just found the EpiPen. i'm administering epi, epinephrine right now so i boom i hit her with epinephrine she screams, sits up, falls right back down, goes back to being limp. Which, if you ever hit anybody with epinephrine and that happens, you're in trouble. Like, they're that's, like gone. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. And so I'm like, oh shit. And so I'm stern and rubbing this girl. I'm like, you know, doing everything I can to keep her awake physically. And the um, the dispatch is like, you know, Mr. Boyce, have you ever done CPR? I was like, yes, I've done CPR before. She's like, you need to get ready to administer CPR. Because she could hear a breathe. I mean, I had the mm -hmm. phone right next to her head. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you don't have long. EMS is like five minutes out. You need to be, you need to be getting ready to start. Mm -hmm. So I'm literally putting my hands on this girl's chest, getting ready to do compressions. And they fucking come right through the door. Thank God. Yeah. And so with mom, like I, they, they were there at the same time. And so they're asking mom, like, what's her birthday? And I'm like rattling off her mom's in she's in, in shock. She's not getting anything out. So I'm like rattling off all the information and we put her on the stretcher and the, they had to come through the gym with the stretcher. And so my girl, they've stopped, they've now stopped mm -hmm. practice. And so I was like, this is going to suck taking her through practice because at this point she's, she's gray. Like she's gray. Right. Yeah. Mouth is open. Like tongues hanging out. Like she looks terrible. She looks like shit. And I knew that I couldn't look up because if I saw the girls, mm. you're going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like pushing the gurney with them and my head's down and I hear the air come out of the room when I come through, like the girls all go, oh. like you yeah. can hear them, like you can yeah. hear them. And so I'm like, fuck. Like, cause I knew it looked bad, but like now hearing them, like I knew it was as bad as I thought. Cause you know, you're in the moment, everything's rushing. So we get her out and they took probably 15 minutes to stabilize her before they could move her. And so they haul ass and they end up getting her, um, to the hospital. And so now I'm like, okay, I got to go back in and tell my girls. So I walk in and they're all sitting there waiting on me. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know much, you know, we're going to be done with practice, obviously. Y'all go home. Do not go to the hospital. Like they're not gonna let you in. Right. They didn't fucking listen. All of them went. Um, and <laughs> but, so the worst part was her best friend is on JV, and my wife is coaching the JV up in the back gym. So I now got to go up there. I got to stop their practice, and I got to tell them before they hear it from because the cheerleaders right. saw the whole thing. Right. It was a pretty big ordeal. So now I go tell them, and that was tough. And then so I've still held it together, and now I'm walking back in to our gym our girls have dispersed and the cheerleading coach is a friend of mine comes in she's like what the fuck is going on like what's happening and zoe or and the girl's mom calls me she's facetiming me and i'm like oh my god what the what the hell this is not good so i answer it and it's zoe sitting up in a hospital bed and she goes boys you know like just just kind of like yells voice at me and i'm like yeah She's like, don't cry. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and so it was just like, oh, my God, man. Like, And she, she ended up being okay, but what happened was she um, she had McDonald's right before she came, and apparently this McDonald's started using peanut oil. Oh, she's a peanut allergy? She has a peanut allergy. Oh, shit. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Holy and so shit. if I had not answered my phone, if I had not pulled it out, if I had not gone in there, she would have died. in there. She would have yeah. died. She 100% wow. would have died. Yeah, Fuck. so... That one was. Um, have you? I mean, if you hadn't done the epipen. Oh, she would. Right? Yeah, for sure, for sure, she would die. So the reason that they were taking so long in the to to to, to like leave her was she had started. They administered some drugs, and like she was reacting poorly and vomiting everywhere. And oh gosh. 
Yeah. And so it's funny too. I hope I can find this while I'm talking to you, but she just made a post literally like, and I didn't see it cause I don't follow any, I don't follow any of them on anything, but the girls all sent it to me. Yeah, here it is. So the first one says, wow. yeah, behind a girl that fought her hardest to still be here is a girl. I can't read that last one. I'll lose it if I read that last one, but you can read it. Whose coach stepped in to be a dad figure in her life. He fought through the hard times with her and would never leave her side. And that's like, I mean, she's already graduated and, and since moved on. Yeah. And so like, I had no idea that that even existed. Like yeah. just one of the girls was like, did you, did you see what she posted? And I was like, no, yeah. what she posted? And they, they showed it to me. And I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. So like, that's the kind of stuff that like, you don't realize kind of helping people what when impact you, you have. Action. Yeah. Well, yeah, just not only that, but just like, there's not all of the help is that dramatic. You know what I mean? Right. So it just was cool that like, that's how it went. But the, the last one is much less dramatic. The most recent rather. Um, so we went to one of the Mexican restaurants in Monroe, maybe Monterey. I can't remember which one it was. The one with the the orange building, whatever one's the orange building. It's right over the, you know, the Galleria. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I can't Monterey. remember which one. Is it Monterey? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's where so. we were. Yeah. So it was for my stepmom's um, birthday. And so her son is a nurse. There was another nurse at the table and the child in question's mom was a CMA. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm the only one sober. So this is probably important. Like everybody's just drinking Margs. But and you're like, all at the same table? Yeah. So there's like okay. one big table. and then, Well, no. So there's like one big table, then a booth, and then another table over here. Okay. That everybody's at. We're all, okay. excuse me, together, but like separate as well. Okay. So this little boy starts choking. Um, and so the mom is like shoving her fingers in the mouth. Trying mm -hmm. to like get it out, which is no, that's a no no. It's not like, supposed to be a thing anymore. No no yeah. no no. So she's doing that. So then she hand she's screaming, screaming like freaking the fuck out. And they kept asking the kid questions, so he kept trying to talk and was making it worse. That's mm -hmm. how he actually he had gotten it up. And then they were asking him questions, and he sucked it back sucked in. it right back down. Yeah. And so the dad is now in full blown panic. Like he's freaking out. He's trying to like he's trying to do back blows. And he's not doing it hard enough because he doesn't want to hurt his son. Like he's, he's right. freaking, he's freaking out full blown. So I'm literally just sitting there watching and I just, again, it'd been a long time since I'd had to like react in the moment like this. You know, that incident we just talked about was a little different because it was somebody I cared about, somebody mm -hmm. I knew, but like, I didn't know this person really. I just met him. Um, my family knew him, but like, I didn't really know him. So like I get up and I walk over there and I'm like standing there and his name's Earl. So I'm like, listen, Earl, like I'm walking him through it. I'm like, look, man, that's not going to work. You're going to, it's not working. You need to take your hand. You need to make a fist. You need to put it on his, like, I'm like walking him through it step by step. And he's just like locking up, shaking like a leaf. And I was like, Hey man, like I can help you. Do you want me to do it? And he just like throws his son to me three times on the third one, giant tortilla shell with like steak and cheese shoots out on the table. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so again, wow. yeah, everybody's like freaking out. And, it was just one of those things where it was like, I sat back down to my wife, <laughs> my wife just turns and looks and she goes, still got it, huh? I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, Jesus. Hadn't had to do that in a while. Yeah, it was, but again, it was just like. I've I've had to do that to our kid. And like, yeah, Grace yeah. is like, he's choking. I'm like, okay, 
Boom. Bam. Yeah, and back blow, you and he gets yeah. it up yeah. and he's mad. And I'm like, well, guess what? You're well, fucking mad. alive. I'm not mad. It's, um, oh, what he, the hell? he yeah. feels, uh, he can understand, like, it, it was scary to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, if he felt that he understood that it was, like, scary. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he gets, like, upset and it's like, well, that hurt, you know, but we, doesn't matter. You're alive. Yeah. Death. That's yeah. all that matters. That was death. scary and it hurt, but, like, you needed that to, like, yeah be okay yeah yeah absolutely yeah. yeah for sure yeah so you that's, have to do that well um for just like i feel like uh you've been pretty humble in <laughs> saying all these things that you're saying but like i mean you've you've done the good work especially after uh i mean the car crash scenario i mean that yeah, that, that had one, to have been really hard to witness it was yeah that one was that one was difficult um it's one of those things that man it's like in the moment, you just do it. You know what right. I mean? Like you, you don't really. You're not second guess. guessing anything. Yeah. You're right. just doing what you got to do. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you 100 percent just do it. I'm gonna try to find this picture that she sent me while she was in the hospital. But um, there's another girl on my team who different kind of help. Like ended up going out on a limb for her, being her homebound teacher. She couldn't stay out of trouble, and she sent me this. I'm probably not gonna be able to get through this without freaking getting emotional but she sent me like the other day she's a senior now she's now a captain on my team um i mean she was at a point where like her parents were like about to send her to boarding school because she Mm. just could not get her shit together like she just couldn't stop doing dumb shit like vaping Mm -hmm. just the whole nine yard the whole like everything the little kids are not supposed to be doing she was doing all of it and um she was really struggling and so like i went on a limb i kept telling her and i didn't realize this at the time but like you know, I saw something in her a long time ago and she's probably going to be a big part of our rotation this year. She actually just dislocated her knee about five weeks ago. So she's been struggling to get back, but randomly out of, out of nowhere the other day, she sent me, y'all know pastor verdict. Yeah. So, hell yeah. So I'm not a big elevator. Like I, <laughs> I have some, I take issue with some of the way that they do things. However, I think it's amazing that like their product brought a bunch of people to like God that probably otherwise mm-hmm. never would have made it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like more power to anybody that, that goes elevation. Like, I'm just glad you're, you're making a relationship with, with, with God. Like, that's cool. I don't, I don't care how you do it. Um, that's actually the picture of her right there. Wow. Yeah. That is the thing she's saying that broke me right there. That picture right there was her little ass freaking being a total dweeb about it. Like I'm totally fine (laughs) now. Like everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's a little vomit bag. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, so this this is not the girl I'm talking about. This this is a different girl. That was the Abby Pink girl, but this particular girl sends me a video out of nowhere the other day and I have it still open on my browser cuz I got watch it. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm having like a rough week, I'll watch it and I'm probably not going to make it through this, but <laughs> we'll see what I can do. She sent me a video the other day and it said um it was Pastor Ferdick and he was like, "You ever have somebody that just from the very beginning when you couldn't see anything in yourself, saw something in you and like believed in you and like pushed you and just had no reason like no reason whatsoever Mm to to like believe in what you were doing and they saw something that you just couldn't see she's like hold on to those people because they're like the realest ones you'll ever see Mm -hmm. and dude like i got it like on a complete whim like it was a complete whim when she sent it like she just it was like four weeks into school i mean we hadn't even started basketball yet it was just random and i was just like man like that's the kind of things that, like it's it's really really hard to be a giver like it's really really mm-hmm. hard 
It is. I mean, it just, it's yeah. not, it's not rewarding at all. In fact, it's the opposite of that most right. of the time. It's hard. But that is why you do it because right. like when someone, it makes that big of a difference to someone. It's like, okay, you know what? Battery full. Like that's, mm -hmm. it's worth it. Like that was worth it. That one kid made it worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was kind of cool, but it's just like, I am, I am mentally fragile com comparatively these days. Like I can't, yeah. like these girls can make me like tear up in like a heartbeat now. And it did not used to be that way. So they softened imagine. me for sure. I can imagine. You little softy. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. I know. I know. Well, so Jesse, how can people keep in touch with you online and stuff? Yeah, man. So I'm super particular about, uh, my social media footprint, like, but you're welcome to attempt to add me on Instagram. <laughs> um, you'll love the, you'll love my Instagram name. So it's J T F B S R T eight. Oh so, shit. <laughs> fucking dodge. Yeah. Yeah. It's comes <laughs> back, comes back full circle, man. Yeah. I don't have an Instagram sweetheart, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have one, but, um, it's literally almost all like my basketball kids. Like I just share that stuff to it. And then once a bodybuilding show is over, I'll usually share like my results or like if I have a client that does really well, I'll share their stuff. But I'm also super particular about like what clients I take on now. Cause I've kind of built a reputation that like, I'm just like the, like all the guys want to ask me questions and stuff when I get there. So I basically just do that. And then I don't, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great thing because my reputation is good and the, I can be super picky on who I want to train. Like guys that sure. want to be super reckless. I'm like, I'm not training. Anymore. All right. I'm, not I'm not, waste uh, my time. Yeah. yeah. I'm not coaching with you. Like, I don't want to be, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? So, well, so uh, you sound like our kind of people. So, uh, Likewise. we would also really like to meet your wife. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I would, Likewise. I would really like to meet your wife. Cause I also, I mean, I'm not like, the biggest football fan, but I've uh, yeah. been a really big Buffalo Bills fan recently. So love the Josh Allen story. <laughs> I love watching yeah. football recently. So I should be ending this. However, I have a question. Yeah. So in our personal conversations outside of this, yeah. so you've talked about starting a uh, podcast. Yeah. So and I was actually fortunate enough to be on a one that got pretty popular pretty quickly. Um, it just no longer exists. So long story short, um, I will definitely put this name out there. If you need um, massage therapy, that's kind of like a blend of massage therapy and physical therapy. Uh, Chris Chris Cole and his Why wife. Why are you looking at me, Grace? <laughs> Chris Cole and his wife, Sveta Cole, um, opened a business in Indian Trail, and now they have a second. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they have a second. It's really close, actually. I probably have to go do that. You should, man. They're, now they've, they've got a whole staff that works for them now, but Chris is an absolute fucking genius. Um, but their, their business is now called and been rebranded to Veridical Therapies, and it was previously 180 Therapies. So our podcast was 180 Podcast. And then it, when he had to rebrand, Chris did not want to really do the podcast to begin with. Like it was something that like, he'd kind of been like, I think this will help my business. And so I was kind of like the health and fitness yeah, but guy. But you need to do a podcast. So <laughs> you're so good at just like telling stories, man. Or just please come on our podcast regularly. I will regularly yeah. come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd but love to you have to take the test. I will take the test. <laughs> What's the test again? The test is going to the um, mental hospital oh, wearing the Christ. gown. I would it's, gladly do It's it. literally <laughs> the best like test ever. Sounds like he's up to the challenge. Yeah, and I, I think all of us ought to take the test. Yeah, I would, well. I would gladly. Do, do it gladly. Yeah. All right, Miss Grace, how do we find you? 
Gracie in Union County um, on Instagram. Casey? You can't find me. Can't find you? I'm invisible. I'm so jealous. My name is Josh. You can locate me at avoidohio.com. Man. This has been a good one. Man, this has fucking been an awesome (laughs) one. Yeah, it has. It's a pleasure. Sweetheart. See you next time.